Hello everyone, welcome to the Chat with Cat podcast, where I, Cat, a writer and creator, talk about everything that goes on in my life and the world around me. Whether that be about mindset, lifestyles, goals and dreams, advice and tips, whatever it is, I'm sure I'll talk about it eventually. I even host guests to join in on my show in order to create a wider scope of ideas and topics. Follow this podcast and turn on the post notifications so you never miss an episode. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's Chat with Cat. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Chat with Cat podcast. I am honestly so glad to be back and to be recording for you guys. I know it's literally been like five years since I've actually released a podcast, but I hope you guys are um, doing well. I hope everything has been going great for you and just been working out and you've been working on yourself and stuff. Um, so today is Monday, obviously. Um, I'm not sure if I want to start doing my podcasts on Wednesday. I feel like Monday is always like a great time to release a podcast because it's the start of the week. So it's like, at least, you know, like you're looking forward to something if you do listen to my podcasts. Um, if not, I feel like it's a good way to like just start. Um, but anyways, I have some great topics to talk with you today about. Um, first off, I just wanted to say, um, thank you guys for sticking it out and if you're still supporting if you're still listening thank you guys so much I want to stay consistent and I also want to like obviously host more people on here I know I've hosted a couple and I want to host a couple more people but I feel though I'm like really super busy right now um so in the future I definitely want to start doing more it's just right now and I am at a time in my life where I really am trying to prioritize my mental health and my mental well-being and just really being selfish and it's okay to be selfish I feel like a lot of times we are like we just kind of play the guilt game in our head about not being there for others or maybe taking the time to have a self-care day or have a day for us and you know like you might feel guilty saying no to hanging out with friends or you might feel guilty like not seeing them as often but if you're if you really feel as though you just can't do that right now or you just aren't in the position to do that um do what's best for you because no one is gonna look after you um it's on you to look after yourself and to take care of yourself and um that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about today was um I know this podcast is very much so mindset and that go-getter mindset and very you know I guess motivational, um, but I really want to stress the point of, and you I mean, you see it with me, you guys, like, I haven't posted in, like, two, I think, two or three weeks, I hope it hasn't been three weeks, but, um, just in that mental health and mindset, I saw a TikTok on this, that mental health and mindset are not the same thing, and I feel like a lot of people will get themselves hurt, is what she was saying, she was like, a lot of people will end up getting hurt because they're so concerned with mindset and mental health going hand in hand when really they can coexist together they can but they're on two separate planes um and she went more into detail about how you know like you prioritizing your mental health versus prioritizing your mindset because your mindset is obviously your discipline your 
basically your anchor for getting your shit done like doing all your hard work like grinding but if you're if it's like taking a toll on your mental health um you're neglecting the best part of yourself you're neglecting that part that is your spirit is your soul that's gonna allow you to feel all of these great emotions because if you're miserable all the time doing these things then why are you doing it um because you can be doing a bunch of things and you can be you know, grinding and working hard. But if your mental health is suffering, you have to take a step back and really assess what it is you're doing and say, is this good for me? You know, am I waking up feeling like like shit, you know, and or feeling crappy, sorry, and just not 100% the version of myself I want to be? Because when you're in life, like I think you always have to be working towards the best version of yourself or try to at least be better than you were yesterday or work on yourself in some way, shape, or form. And if you're constantly being okay with just just doing your, you know, your hardcore stuff, like you're going to work, you're working out, you're trying to do multiple things at once, but you're really not putting yourself first, you're not taking the time to journal, you're not taking the time to reflect, you're not giving yourself, your body rest, like you're just on go mode all the time, it's going to catch up to you and it's going there's going to be a breaking point where it's just too much for you to handle and you kind of go into this cycle of where you just don't do anything and then you get stuck there and I think that's kind of what I was doing um I was just kind of like putting my mental health on the back burner because I was so I was so like I need to do this I need to do that like I need to go 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 like I just need to stay distracted long enough so I don't feel like crap but really, that wasn't good for me. Like, me ignoring my feelings, me ignoring my emotions only made it that much harder for me to get up in the morning. It only made it that much harder for me to deal with it straight in the face because you can't outrun your emotions. You can only put them off for so long and then when they come out, it's going to be hell. Like, it's it's going to be bad if you just keep bottling them up, if you're not writing them down, if you're not writing down your feelings, if you're not reflecting Um if you're not actively and presently, presently, is that a word? And being present in the fact that, okay, how am I feeling today? What is my body telling me I should do? Should I rest? Should I, you know, sometimes it's like you have your social media, right? And if your social media is at all time low, like why go out and um, just make that 10 times worse? Oh my God, there's like a there's like a fly in my room and it's like literally like I can hear it buzzing. It's so bad. Um. But, like, why go out and, like, make it ten times worse on yourself? And then you have all of these intrusive thoughts that might come into your head. Like, oh, like, I don't want to be here. Like, I feel sad. I feel miserable. Like, I just am not feeling it. When really, I feel like you set yourself up for that because you knew that you weren't in the mood to talk. Maybe you could have, you know, stayed in and watched your favorite movie and just had time with yourself. Because I feel like a lot of, lot of people, especially those in relationships, um, we don't make time. I say we like them. But, um... It's hard to make time for yourself when you're in a relationship and it's hard to have your own space in your own, just to be with yourself is very, very important. I feel like it's very important to be with yourself, be with your thoughts and a lot of people don't want to do that. That's why a lot of people spend their time either napping, either with somebody else or just like doing things things that aren't really good for, you know, good for themselves like um binge watching was really one of something that I think was unhealthy for my mental state because I was so 
like I want to be distracted right so it's like okay I'm just gonna watch my favorite and just binge watch because that's the easiest thing to do and it's like it doesn't take much work to just watch a television and that's different from turning on my favorite comfort movie and you know like being present I feel like also watching movies you do have to be present you can't be thinking about the past or the future you have to be like in the now so I feel like it can be a good thing and a bad thing so I take that back but it can be a good thing and a bad thing but if you're using like movies or you're using like I don't know drugs to kind of distract yourself or to find a way to be without yourself like you just don't want to like acknowledge all those dark feelings or all those dark emotions that scare you or that necessarily you just don't want to think about because there's times where I'm just like I don't want to think about you know all this stuff that's in my head because it's going to make me sad and it's going to make me feel some type of way but the only way to heal from that and the only way to actually get over it and to be at peace with it is to feel it and I was listening to this podcast it's called the 10% happier podcast so I really recommend it um it's so insightful and it really just opens up your mind um but they were taught they had this um they had this um guest speaker who was a I'm sorry sorry um who was a monk and he was talking to the host about how to the title was called how to suffer well because suffering well if you know how to suffer you will know how to heal and um they were talking about how if you know you go through life and you really just don't know how to like process everything you don't know how to feel your grief and feel that pain and understand it then you'll never you'll never reach peace you'll never be at your highest level at your fullest potential your highest vibrational self um and it is a little bit spiritual but I feel like life is like that and um I know I've had this talk with a lot of people and they agree with me but then when I get like more spiritual with it they kind of shut down and they're like well no I don't believe in that or like that's just weird I'm like you were agreeing with me like it all makes sense but um more so just to suffer well I feel like was a really hard point that they hit and to also um be able to understand your emotions and being able to accept them for what they are and also just um, being conscious of why is it the way that you act. Like, when you can finally understand yourself and that's after, if that's after, like, years and years of, uh, like, talking with yourself and meditating and writing down your feelings because I feel like the more you write about your feelings, the more you'll know what kind of person you are or, you know, what sets you off or, like, why do I react this way when somebody tells me this versus that? And it's it's so interesting to, like, actually just reflect on yourself. Like, why is it that I do that? Like, I have weird habits that, like, I don't even know where they come from. Like, I, I told my friend this one time, like, every time somebody leaves, I'll always, I'll always say, okay, I'll see you later. And no, and like half the time where I've said that, I never see the person like again. Like, I think I was like breaking up. I wasn't breaking. Well, yeah, I was breaking up with this guy and um, I was like, okay, well, I'll see you later. And he just looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and I was like, oh, but it's like, I have this, I have this like, even with like people that I meet at like my restaurant or I'll be like, okay, bye. I was like, well, I'll see you later. And I never do. And I'm like, I don't know if that stemmed from like my trauma. Like I really just don't like people walking out of my life. So I, I say that as a way to feel in control because, you know, long story short, like I, my parents are divorced. Like my mom left the house. So I feel like that is where I stemmed from like, oh, I, I want to be in control of the situation. So I'm gonna be like, bye, see you later. Like, 
that way I'm making like a, an agreement in my brain that no, they're not leaving forever. And I'm just like, to me, that's like really interesting because once you get to understand yourself better, you can become better. You can work on those things and you can start to make peace with those things. Um, and that's really what the monk was talking about was becoming your best version of yourself is to understand your grief and to go through that and to feel it, you know, like really deeply feel it because you want to get to that level where you can sit there and say that I'm at peace with whatever this is. Like, I don't, you know, and it's not saying that you won't feel sad. Like, let's say that you're grieving over somebody who passed away. Um, similar to my situation, like, it's not that you won't be sad when you think about it, but it's more so that it doesn't have control over you to where you're miserable all the time or you just don't feel like doing anything anymore. Like, you can understand it and come to terms with it and and be okay with it. Um, but yeah, I really do feel like it's just, it's just so crazy. Like, it really is crazy. And, um, I was also listening to the 10% podcast, uh, 10% Happier podcast, and they had another guest who had been emotionally and physically abused and how to deal with that. And, um, she was saying how, you know, growing up, she didn't know she was emotionally unstable because until she went to her therapist, she, um, got diagnosed with that and she was like well how was I supposed to know what you know like emotionally unstable looks like when that's all I've known and I was like dude that's crazy because I feel like a lot of people if they go through a bunch and she's saying that everybody is has some type of emotional trauma because if you didn't have emotional trauma then it would be that much harder to live in the world especially now um trauma is what creates us to be a little bit stronger for the world and to be a little bit more um I wouldn't say smarter, I guess street smarter in a way, like it teaches the body what to fear and what to look out for and stuff like that, but we all have our trauma and, you know, some more than others, but we have this mechanism that it's like, you grew up a certain way, right, and somebody else grew up a different way, right, and we have very different definitions of what emotionally stable looks like. Um, and you see it all the time with uh, relationships, um, what people tolerate, because there are some women that will not tolerate even the slightest emotional abuse, but then we have these girls that really just don't, haven't had a strong foundation of what love is supposed to look like, and they have a certain definition of what it looks like, and they can tolerate way more than the next girl. So it's really interesting because the way, I feel like the way that our brain works with psychology and everything, it's like, I don't know, it's just crazy to me that there are some things that are okay and there's some that are not. And everybody's going to have a different opinion. Like, it's not black and white. It's, like, so many different colors because, I guess not colors, but, like, shades of gray because, you know, like, you're just grown up in a different way and you are, you know, I can't even speak, I'm sorry. You're, what is that word? You're exposed to very different situations and different circumstances and, I feel like in life, if you don't know how to process those emotions and you don't know how to deal with them, then it's going to be a problem in the future. And then you'll you'll bring that trauma onto your kids and you'll bring that trauma onto your partner. And I don't know, I feel like I'm always constantly at least trying to understand myself a little bit better. And I feel like I have. Um, I feel like in the past I was definitely more emotional um, but into a point where I was, like, insecure, and I had, like, an anxious attachment style. If you don't know what your attachment style is, I feel like you all should, like, take a test, um, 
it's basically like whatever your attachment style is um with a partner so there's like anxious attachment style there's like um detached detached something like that there's like I think there's four um oh that was like really spitty but um I think there's like four but it's really interesting to see and then you can also take tests um like what kind of trauma you have and you can take a test and it will tell you like oh you have abandonment trauma or like you have this type of trauma and you can like just learn more about it and so that way you know kind of how to deal with it and what helps and I feel like for me meditation and affirmations was probably one of the biggest things that had helped me um and I kind of wanted to talk about another topic of like building habits I know I've kind of mentioned it but I wanted to talk about like a habit loop and going more in depth into how to create habits that will like strengthen your mind and kind of build you into a better person but um really it's like whenever you're saying affirmations it's it's psychological to the point where your brain picks that up and your brain is constantly looking for you know you to be right right and I know I've seen I feel like I've seen it on Twitter and I've seen it on social media where you know like your brain is looking for ways to make sure you're right or to prove that you're right because I feel like well it's getting like way too deep but like the ego it's always it's within us, right? The ego is our soul, but, um, it's saying, like, oh, well, the brain is always looking for, you know, um, what is it called? It's, like, that word where it's, like, I guess not confirmation that you're right, but it's, like, it's always looking for, I guess, like, evidence of that it's right, so if you're constantly telling yourself, like, oh, like, my day sucks, like, everything bad happens to me, it's constantly gonna look for little things that are gonna prove that to yourself, but if you're saying all these affirmations, and, like, my life is great, like, I attract opportunity, um, I'm constantly, like, happy and laughing, and I am just all these, like, good affirmations, I feel like your brain will start to look for them, and then you can start being more, like, have more gratitude in your life for more of that, you're just, like, allowing more of that to come in, and, um, I feel like once I started doing that, I feel like I became a different person. Like, I have a very different perspective. And backtracking towards the habit loop, um, they said that if you wanted to make new habits, you can literally write down, like, the habits that you want to make. And your brain will make that connection and start to make it easier for you to process into that habit. Like, isn't that crazy that you can literally, like, write down and say out, like, the habits that you want to have and, like, actively try to do them. And it will make it, like, ten times easier for you to actually stick with it. Um, I want to make like another episode on habits because I think it's really cool. Um, because your habits, they get stored in an unconscious part of your brain that also is in control of memories and stuff. So that's why we have a lot of habits that are like unconscious, like whether you like pop your fingers when you get nervous or like you shake your leg when you get nervous or maybe you like bite your lip if like you're uncomfortable. I don't know. That was a weird one, but I'm just saying that it's like to the point where it's so unconscious like it's a different part of the brain that we don't know but like saying these like affirmations or like writing down what it is you want to break what you want to create as a new habit um it like connect it like all connects and then you can just start working and start making it like that much easier to find a good habit and like become like whatever it is you want to come like especially with affirmations I say like I let go of all negative energy I let go of fear and limiting beliefs like when you say that it's like it's opening yourself and your mind up to that uh and it just makes it that much more easier to believe because your brain is always wanting to believe what you say because of the ego 
Um, so I don't want to make this podcast too long. Honestly, guys, like I forgot what I was talking about. I feel like I went on like a little trail. But um, yeah, I just hope that this podcast helps. Um, I hope that you guys learn something from this or gain something from this. Um, if you are going through anything or you want to understand yourself better, um, I would always encourage you to look up different, you know, articles or just read more books about this stuff. I have like a whole list of books that I want to read about psychology and also about mindset and stuff. Um, so that way I can share it with you guys. But um, I'm still reading. I told you guys I'm pretty fairly busy these days so I've been trying to read um I like listening to audiobooks now just so I can multitask um or like on my way to work I'll listen to some because it's just so much more convenient um but yeah so I will see you guys later I hope you have a great day and thank you so much if you stay till the end I really do appreciate everyone who listens to my podcast especially because y'all just make me so happy so um I will see you next week and thank you guys again I will see you bye